Good morning, afternoon, and evening to everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to a very special INE Live. Uh, this has been a crazy, exciting week for everybody here at INE, everybody at Pentester Academy. I am super excited. I can't even begin to tell you how elated I am to be sharing this news with you all this week, to be sharing my guests with you all today, and to be joined by such an awesome, awesome organization as we bring you the future of your training. Um, before I introduce my guest, uh, for those who do not know me, my name is Neil Bridges. Uh, I'm the Chief Content Officer uh, here at INE. Um, in this morning's uh, INE live training, I'm sitting down with my colleague and Chief Marketing Officer, Scott Cedarbaum. We are also joined with Vivek, co-founder of the Cybersecurity Training Lab platform, Pentester Academy. Uh, some really quick housekeeping items, questions and comments are not only welcomed, they are encouraged literally at any point in time in this stream. We have moderators in chat who are anxiously looking for your questions and comments, and we'll get them to me as quickly as possible for us to be able to address them on stream. With that being said, I can already see that we've got some awesome comments that have come in. Daniel Morales says, this fusion between INE and Pentester Academy will eclipse Offensive security certs. Thank you very much, Daniel. We do believe that as well. Uh, Giuseppe says, this is definitely a breakthrough for INE. Likewise for Pentester Academy joining forces. I couldn't have said it better myself, Giuseppe. I cannot even begin to tell you how excited and how hyped I am for this to be complete. We have been, we've been dying to, to, to announce this to you all and to share this with you all for so long. And we are finally, finally here. With that being said, um, I want to kind of take a minute to introduce uh, our, our main guest for tonight, or you can tell I'm used to streaming at night this morning. Uh, uh, our main guest for this morning, Vivek, it is actually night where he is at, at his place. I do have to say something really quick about Vivek. I am, this is a little bit of, of um, star struckedness for me, if that's even a word, right? I've known Vivek for, for a number of years. I, I've watched his talks at Black Hats and DEF CONs in the past. I bought his book. I actually, I don't know if he remembers this or not, but I had him sign a copy of one of his uh, very first self-published books uh, years and years ago on how to build a, a Wi-Fi hacking device uh, from scratch. Um, I, I can't believe that we're here now so many years later um, and we're working together on, you know, the future of cybersecurity training and future training really in general. And so with that in mind, Vivek, welcome to your first INE Live. Really quick for, for, I can't believe that there's anybody out there who doesn't know you, but for those out there who may not know you, can you introduce yourself and a little bit about your background? Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Neil, first of all, for that kind introduction and, and all those great words. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, you know, I'm Vivek, the founder of Pentester Academy. Uh, very briefly, you know, I've been somebody who's been extremely passionate and crazy about cybersecurity probably for the last 20, 25 years. Uh, I think, you know, I fell in love with cybersecurity right when I was at the university, came out, got the opportunity to work at uh, some great organizations with which I was eventually able to do my first DEF CON talk and then Black Hat and then security research and whatnot. Uh, time progressed where I finally figured, hey, you know, I wanted to do something in cybersecurity training. And that's how Pentester Academy got started. Uh, and things just moved on. And, and here where we are, where I'm super excited to join forces with INE. Uh, so Neil, that's like a, I think, 15 second introduction to the last 22 years of my life. <laughs> and, and and that's, I, I think that that's great. I appreciate you being humble, but there's a lot more to you than that right you you have pioneered what what a lot of people have have really equated to kind of being some of the one of the foundational hacks 
when it came to wireless encryption protocol a long time ago called the cafe latte attack and i don't think that a lot of people again we we haven't we don't talk too much about wep anymore because of the prominence of wpa and wpta2 and things like that but can you talk a little bit about what it was like to do that research um come up with one of the first wire successful wireless attacks back in the day and kind of what that meant for you and your love in cybersecurity? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so kind of going back, you know, this was roughly 2006 when I used to work for this uh, fantastic company called Airtight Networks. And they were a cybersecurity intrusion detection system company. And I had just joined the research and development team. And at that point of time, you know, there, there was a technology called web cloaking, uh, which was supposedly stated at protecting web. And what the team at Airtight had me do is really figure out how to break web cloaking and prove that, you know, web was fairly difficult to protect. So, uh, you know, I did that research, spent pretty much like a couple of weeks learning all the math, uh, you know, writing a lot of code. And finally, you know, we were able to break web cloaking and I spoke at DEF CON. So interestingly, right after the DEF CON talk, when I was, uh, you know, still at the office, I started thinking, hey, what are the other things we could probably do when it came to breaking web? And, and of course, as you said, you know, right now no one uses web, but back in the day, 2006, 2007, you still found a massive number of installations with them. So, uh, you know, I started experimenting and I quickly figured that there was a way by which you could bit flip an encrypted packet. And by doing that, you could actually convert a GRATARP request into an ARP request for the same uh, machine. And if you just continuously replayed that, because you know, if some of you recall, web did not have replay protection built in, then it was possible for you to generate a massive number of data packets from a web client without even requiring an access point to be around. Uh, so when I realized that, you know, it was like an aha Eureka moment, because I figured that now you could crack a web network with just a client. So imagine back in the day, the sheer number of installations which had web, and you could just walk into a coffee shop. And at that point of time, you could scan for a client and you could literally break the web key for the client's office or home network at the cafe. Uh, so the way the name came is, you know, Praveen Bhagwat, who was the CTO of Airtight, uh, he basically said, hey, literally, uh, the time it takes someone to go grab a latte and sit and start sipping, you would be able to break the web key. And that's why we kind of called it the cafe latte attack and, you know, gave the talk at TourCon back in the day. Uh, and it became fairly popular. And I think Aircrack and everybody incorporated it. And, and I think people have written a couple of chapters on it in some books, <laughs> etc. Yeah, so it was, it's quite amazing. It's an accidental discovery. You know, I wasn't looking for uh, something specific, but... But I think that that's I think that that's what's amazing about our cybersecurity career field, right? Is or this is this industry as a whole is that um, you know you oftentimes get asked to like, hey, do something awesome, like what you were asked to do, and then you find something that literally becomes such a, a ground, you know, you know, you know, swell, such a, a breakthrough transformation, and is something as so awesome as our industry. And so um, I have to say that 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 I researched your paper uh, a lot when it first came out. It was it was one of the things that turned me on to you and to Security Tube when. Um, when you were first starting out, but uh, it, it, you and I could geek out all day. Obviously, we've got a third person to this uh, to this panel at Trio that I want to introduce. Uh, I want to bring in Scott Cedarbaum, who is our Chief Marketing Officer. Scott, welcome to the panel. Um, this is your first INE Live, I do believe, as well, right? It is my first INE Live. Hey, everyone. Good morning, <laughs> evening, afternoon, wherever you are. Uh, very nice to meet all of you and have a chance to talk to you about 
uh, how excited we are to bring uh, Pentester Academy into the IME family. Awesome. And let's let's actually let's dive into that a little bit as the three of us. When we talk about bringing Pentester Academy into the IME family, what does that mean to you? What when we talk about what does it mean to join forces? What does it mean to have Pentester Academy as part of our portfolio? What does that look like to you? Yeah, that's a great question, Neil. I, you know, for me, I think it's about um, it's about technology and education. Uh, there are two things that I think we really love and admire about Pentester Academy. One is the degree of work and the vast uh, lab library uh, that Vivek and his team has built. Uh, we know that the uh, the labs are really well crafted. They're very easy to use. It allows people to focus on their education and the lab versus focusing on getting the lab started. I think for I and E, we're really excited about being able to take advantage of that lab platform and add it to our already existing portfolio of content um, in the I and E learning paths, which Neil, I'm sure you can talk about way better than I can. I think the second piece is uh, is diversity of access. Right now, um, you know, we have focused on the I and E side on instructor-led uh, courses with hands-on experiences, but we don't have that diversity of lab access. So what I'm excited about is being able to give the INE the INE subscribers additional access to uh, to all of the labs that are on the Pentester Academy um, attack defense platform. Um, and I know for I know we're very excited about being able to come up with ways of being able to bring attack defense subscribers into the INE platform as well. Absolutely, Vivek. When when you and I, we've been on this journey, you know, with INE for for a while. Um, one of the things that that we identified pretty quickly on was just the the sheer uniqueness, as Scott mentioned, about the way that your labs are designed, the way that they're implemented, and the capability that they're that they that they have at their disposal. Can you talk a little bit about how that maturity has happened over the years, and and how it's gotten to the state that it's at right now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Neil. So I think, you know, I mean, as you know, I've been myself a cybersecurity instructor for over a decade, right? And, and as an instructor, you know, we've done classroom trainings, we've done online trainings, and, you know, I've been teaching at Pentester for quite a while. So really, you know, when I started thinking about the lab platform and conceptualizing it, uh, I had all the pain points of the instructors in mind, right? I kind of figured that as an instructor, the most difficult thing was to have a reproducible lab which works perfectly, you know, every single time. Uh, at the very same time, I also figured that every everything that was out there at the point required you to connect over a VPN. And you know that, you know, if let's say you're at an office or, you know, maybe at a bank or wherever, it's just impossible to connect over VPN all the time. Uh, and at the very same time, you know, being born and brought up in India, I also understood that it's not that you always have bandwidth at your disposal that you can connect over a VPN and you know always have excellent connections. Uh, at the very same time, we wanted to make sure that people could access this anywhere at any time, even on their iPads or wherever. So I think when I started conceptualizing the platform, one of the most important things was that A, we should be able to create any kind of lab environment. So, you know, not just probably, you know, a bunch of Linux machines or Windows machines but literally even have cloud native applications in the environment, right? So one lab platform to rule them all and <laughs> allow, that, <laughs> allow that to be delivered over a web browser so people don't have to worry about connectivity issues or don't have to set up a VPN and whatnot. So, so I think that's where it kind of started as an idea. And you know, I spent a fair amount of time initially doing research on what kind of technologies we were going to use uh, this was also a time I think you know Docker had matured sufficiently 
that you could think about building good quality enterprise applications. Uh, so I started looking at, you know, all the raw level details of Linux containers and what we wanted to do and all of that. And spent, I think, close to around three to four months writing out the initial version of the platform, trying to see if I could fit all possible lab scenarios into it. So once I felt like, hey, you know what, we were onto something and this was something which was unlike anything anyone else had, uh, the tech team sat down and built a massive number of lab exercises. I mean, if you still talk to them. When, when, you, say when you say massive, not yeah. to interrupt you, but let's talk about massive. I mean, you've got yeah. over 2,200 2200 hands-on labs on that platform like i want people to understand when you say massive it's Correct. truly massive <laughs> and 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 the most unbelievable thing is you know in the initial phases there was literally just you know the four great folks in our technical team you know nishan jeswin ashish shivam just these four guys who've actually cranked out all these 2200 mm. uh, so so one important thing was we wanted the platform to be I would say adaptable enough and easy to use so that instructors could create labs very easily. Uh, and and kind, of kind of fast forwarding from there, the platform started maturing. Eventually I had, you know, Jeswin kind of take over so that he also started building in a lot of the newer features. And then we started seeing, you know, the whole community starting to appreciate what we had built. And it almost has some kind of a catalytic effect, right? You see people enjoying and then you start building more and more. So. Uh, I think that's really how everything started and, and we are exceptionally proud. I'm super proud of what the team has achieved in a short duration of time and you know what all the guys have done. Uh, literally the whole team has put in you know 16 hours, you know I mean like even weekends and you know whatnot for almost like two, two and a half years to get this done. So where we are, I think full credit goes to my team. Uh, I mean I'm here, but ideally you know those guys have been doing a lot of the hard work. So, you know, I, I get to enjoy it. <laughs> I, I think that I think it is a testament to just the sheer popularity that I can see inside of chat and that we've seen on the socials um, since this has gone live. That That is a testament to just how successful, um, you know, your lab platform is. Um, one of the things that what, I did see a question from a LinkedIn user, um, basically, you know, what, what this fusion means for the future of Pentester Academy. I want to flip that on you just a little bit, Vivek, and say, why? Why did you take the conversation between Richard, the CEO and myself when, when this was first brought up. Right. So I think, you know, I mean, Richard and I, we, we had multiple conversations and very soon I figured that, you know, INE had a very grand vision, which was beyond cybersecurity, right? So initially, you know, we were using the labs just for cybersecurity. And, you know, once I spoke with Richard and Neil, you and I had multiple conversations after that as well. Uh, and what really attracted me was this grand vision that not just cyber security, but, you know, IT, cloud, uh, DevSecOps and whatnot. So INE had a very grand vision and I really felt like cybersecurity could be a great part of it, but our lab platform could be very easily reused pretty much to run any kind of lab. Uh, and that was super exciting to me because, you know, I really, when you build something so powerful, you want to kind of unleash that power. And, and see what it can achieve. So the more <laughs> discussions, you know, I started having with you and uh, Richard and everybody else on the team, I started seeing like, hey, this is going to be a great fit. Uh, you know, you have fantastic instructors, awesome cognitive content, you know, all beautifully made. And we have this platform, you know, almost waiting for all of those instructors to jump in uh, and, and kind of in a way like unleash their own creativity and build all this out and, and take it to the massive audience that you guys already have. 
so so in a way it was like a match made in heaven and i you know absolutely loved all the conversations uh, with even the tech team santiago martin everybody and uh, and you know i'm i'm just glad things worked out and uh, here we are you know joining hands and and going towards like something even greater uh, than the sum of the parts and and that's that's what i love about the the vision that you and i share is that we do see the bigger vision here about how we could transform training across multiple verticals in our in our IT portfolio. Scott, I know that you've got a, a huge history in um, in in data science and and in cloud work and you've you've recently come from an organization where you got to dive headfirst into cloud. When you hear that type of statement from Vivek and when you think about the vision of where we're going with INE, like like you must be giddy with excitement when when we talk about this. Oh, I, I, I can't even begin to tell you. When I, I came out of an organization that was 100% uh, server closet steel, like literally in our in our home office up in, uh, up in Canada, we had a massive server closet. When I came in, one of the charges I had was to shut that thing down, return all the, uh, return all the steel, get rid of the fans and turn it into a storage closet and move everything into Microsoft Azure. And I was dealing with an entire team of people who had never really touched Azure whatsoever. And to think about the fact that, you know, if this was, a, you know, two or three months from now, six months from now, I could have sent them into INE and had them do their practice in an actual lab environment versus having to practice uh, in a place where we we're spending a lot of money uh, learning what worked and what didn't and when to shut things down and when to keep things online. Uh, it would have made a it would have made a massive difference. So I am I couldn't be more thrilled about the fact that we're able to take this fantastic lab technology um, that's working amazingly on the cybersecurity side, unleash it in areas where we just haven't been able to have the type of hands-on content that we've wanted, whether that's networking, uh, where there's a hard degree of work that has to be done to move into the uh, into the rack rentals and the tokens um, and using the physical the physical hardware that we have in our uh, data center, whether it's uh, cloud computing, where we're usually asking you to go directly into a container or, uh, you know, even with data science, where we can set up projects and teach you how to move data around or how to run, uh, you know, virtualized uh, multi-processor uh, uh, algorithms. It's going to be an amazing change for every single uh, every single vertical that we are providing training on. Absolutely. And and this wouldn't be a this wouldn't be a Neil stream if I didn't decide to put both of you on the hot seat. So so good job. We've patted each other on the back. We've we've had some good conversations. We're all super excited for this. Let's get down to brass tacks, right? Let's give the let's give the viewers exactly what it is that they want to talk about. Vivek, now that we're together, now that we're, you know, it's 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 all under one umbrella at INE, how do you see the future of training? Yeah. So I think, you know, Neil, the, the future of training is going to be absolutely, completely hands-on. And I think gone are the days where, you know, you could just watch a bunch of videos and, you know, expect that the student would recreate everything locally, right? Because everything is the cloud now, and it's almost impossible for students to do what, you know, they were doing maybe a couple of years back where they had VMs and VirtualBox and VMware and all of that. And you remember those, I, I wouldn't say good old days, but probably like, you know, bad old days where, <laughs> Everyone was struggling, you know, just to get the, uh, I would say the network correct so that you could locally test things, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think the whole industry has been struggling with that is people want to wrap up on technology as fast as they can, simply because technology is moving at breakneck speed, right? By the time you've learned S3, you know, Amazon has already released like a couple of new policy types on S3. And that's something you want to learn the very next day. Uh, you know, if not, probably the same day. And this is only possible if you have a living, breathing lab platform, which is 
tracking technology itself and that is only possible if your platform is cloud native if your platform literally is a replica of how the real world environment would look like so i think gone are the days where you know you could just rely on a ctf uh, style you know kind of learning or a learning where you know you are watching some videos trying to hack up a local setup i think the future of training is going to be real world environments being served to students exactly as is where they can you know find out and learn uh, pretty much how technology is changing and shaping in real time uh, and that's the only way that they can probably stay abreast with whatever is going on uh, it's 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 great that you mentioned that because i i get this question a lot in my own live streams right which is neil what what do i need to do to build a home lab and i think that that with the way that technology changes and with the way that you need to stay abreast on attacker ttps tactics techniques and procedures the latest exploits the latest cloud technology the latest algorithms for machine learning and data science I don't think it behooves the student anymore to, to worry about building their own home lab. I think that this is where you have to rely on, on companies. I see Scott shaking his head. You want to jump in there, Scott, and have an opinion on that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. We're, we're living in a world where so many of these, uh, so many of the tools and what we're trying to do um, are cloud-based, that trying to build a home lab becomes in, increasingly difficult. And and quite frankly, expensive. Um, you know, I have a, I have an analytics server. I'm I'm a I'm a huge nerd. So like one of the things I like doing in my spare time is uh, is forecasting elections across the uh, across the world. So it's just you know it's fun, and uh, I find it. So I've got I've got an analytics lab up in uh, up in AWS. And you know, again, it's a, it's extremely it's, it was extremely expensive for me to get that thing up and up and running. And it's it's not a good example in this particular case, but everything's in the cloud. Most of most of what people are going to be doing is going to be some form of trying to get into a system uh, that requires uh, cloud access. And what I love about what we are going to be able to do with the uh, Pentester Pentester Academy Lab platform is that we're going to be able to build real world examples um, very quickly that go into one of two places. One, which is the traditional INE educational platform. And Neil, I know I'm taking some of your thunder, but I think we're 100% we're, we're on the same <laughs> page here. Where when you walk into a course and we're teaching you these concepts, we're gonna have labs that work on demand. You press play um, in the INE platform, and, you know, even from your iPad, as Vivek just said, and you can start doing the course material. But then on the other side of this, what I love about this, uh, what I love about this merger is that we have Pentester Academy and the attack defense platform where we can then send you to over 2000 labs and what I hope will be 3000 and 4000 labs over the next uh, next while again putting Vivek and Neil on the spot here on behalf of our user base <laughs> where you can continue honing your skills and practicing because what we know about education is it's not just about learning the concepts or practicing the concepts once or twice, but it's about practicing the concepts over and over and over and over again. You can't call yourself a data scientist if you've run one random forest. You need to be able to have done it over and over again in different environments. And that's what's so great about, I think, INE is that we can teach you the concepts over there and give you that initial experience. And then with Attack Defense and Pentester Academy, we're going to be able to give you the ability to practice over and over and over again until you've built that strength and you actually are able to do this in multiple environments versus the one that we've handed to you or the couple that we've handed to you as part of the learning path. So, so Scott, thank you so very much for the for the very awesome marketing answer. And since you 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 enjoyed that one so much, we're gonna get we're gonna continue to push you on the brass tax issue. And and there is some very very explicit conversations going on in chat right now. People want to know, in no uncertain terms, in as direct a fashion as possible, 
what does this mean for their current subscriptions, either on the INE platform for the INE premium subscribers or for the Pentester Academy subscribers? That's a great question. And like we've been saying in our communication thus far, nothing is going to change. I've seen a number of people worried about price increases um, either on their attack defense subscription or their INE subscription. There are no plans to do price uh, price increases. I've also seen people asking, does this mean I now have access to INE or do I have access to attack defense? The answer on that one is going to be no. And the reason why we why we're why we're in that direction is because we view them as different products. Again, from the INE perspective, INE is about learning and it's about learning concepts and having the ability to test concepts. Are we going to take advantage of the attack defense platform and add new labs, update our labs, add more labs to the learning paths that you already are enjoying and learning from? Absolutely. But attack defense is going to be out there as the lab a lab experience where you can go go and get more experience and what we've already taught you on the INE side. So what does that mean overall? Um, over the next coming weeks, I would expect that you will start seeing some really nice introductory offers. So if you are an INE customer and you're really raring to get into the attack defense platform, we're going to make sure that we uh, we make that easier for you. Um, and we'll have more details on that as soon as we're ready to release that. And the same for all the attack defense customers, uh, people who have done done uh, Pentester Academy boot camps in the past, we're going to give you a really nice introductory offer um, to be able to come into INE um, and start utilizing um, utilizing the entire INE platform. So no, it, no, the uh, the merger does not mean that you're going to have immediate access to INE if you're a, a, a attack defense a subscriber. If you're an INE subscriber, you're not going to have immediate access to the entirety of the attack defense library. But we are going to come up with ways to be able to make that uh, that access uh, easier for all of you um, to acknowledge the fact that you've been subscribing to one of the two services um, over the last little while. We want to make sure that you have access to these uh to the new platforms that you may not have used in the past. And, and, and on that note, right, you, you talk about, um, you know, the, 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 the pricing from a, a subscription perspective. And Vivek, I think this is probably more for you and I, so feel free to jump in here at any time because I know you and I have had a lot of conversations about this. That does not mean that we're not going to start leveraging you know the 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 wonderful you know you know technology and 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 innovation that you all have done on the Pentester Academy side for content moving forward. I can definitively say right here that um, we are in the midst of a pen testing student rewrite that is leveraging you know the the labs you know that that you've got currently in any new labs moving forward. We are now now that this is closed, we are excited to be branching your platform and you know the innovations that you've done into AWS into a lot of our AWS stuff that we've um for those who have participated in the the beta certifications for AWS and Azure, we're now going to take Vivix uh, the Pentester Academy technology and we're going to apply that awesomeness to Azure to AWS um maybe gcp depending on how gcp continues to, to see its market share rise in the industry come on you know um, you want to do gcp neil let's go <laughs> hey all three people who are on gcp get to have gcp labs <laughs> gotcha Scott. gotcha um but we're, but but i think that that's from our perspective is that starting literally today you know, the team is looking for, you know, all those opportunities for us to bring all of that awesome innovation into the IED platform. Vivek, I don't know if you want to hit on that or talk about that a little bit as well. Yeah, absolutely, Neil. And, you know, I think one of the things which we kind of did right when architecting the whole platform is we made everything an API. Uh, so just to add to kind of what you said, 
you know, it should be fairly fast for us to be able to integrate all the requirements for, you know, INE, your instructors and all of that, uh, and kind of plug that in into our system and get the labs ready. So I'm super excited. You know, my team is uh, currently working and seeing how we can incorporate all of that. Uh, one of the things I don't know if I'm if I'm allowed to say or not is, uh, you know, hush, hush, the whole exams part, which you kind of... Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we, we're not going to say that one yet. Well, hold on, hold on to that one. Hold on to that yeah, one just yeah. a little bit. So, so, <laughs> all, so all my, yeah. all my, all my, uh, my audience out there is like, oh, we were about to get some cyber secrets. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it like cryptic there. But yeah, I mean, the so the awesome part really is that you know it should be fairly easy to integrate and and start looking at uh, how we could offer cloud native labs beginning with AWS and you know, as as Scott was mentioning, and then moving forward to GCP and other platforms as well. Uh, and that is super exciting, you know, uh, is like how INE students are going to use that, you know, what kind of, you know, new requirements will they come back to us with and all of that. So yeah, super excited. And I'm guessing it should also happen very fast, you know, Neil, uh, what mm -hmm. you, me, you know, Santiago Martin, rest of the team have been discussing. Yeah. And, and I think that that's when, when I think about like, you know, the excitement and the hype that gets generated around this acquisition, that's, that's probably the part that gets me so excited because I, I agree with you, right? You know, we, we just talked about just the, the excitement that comes around with having a, a dynamic, interesting lab environment that students can dive into. Um, when you marry the API-driven approach that you've got, the flexibility, the containerization, the modularization that you've built into your platform, and then you combine that with a lot of our instructors who have spent decades of their life, you know, doing cloud, doing cyber, doing development, doing networking across our entire verticals, and they can build real world scenarios in a rapid fashion, like what's on your platform. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. can't even begin to say it. Go ahead, Scott. And, and I'm, I, I'm totally excited. I, you know, I've spent some time trying to talk to talk to users over the last couple of months. I've recently joined the, uh, the discord. I've been talking to people over there. And one of the pieces of feedback I've been hearing consistently, and it's been so hard to bite my tongue is, you know, I've been taking the uh, the Azure fundamentals or the AWS fundamentals or the cloud fundamentals, and I wish, you know, I just wish it had more of a real world component. And I'm like, yeah, that would be that would be great, wouldn't it? And you know, knowing that this was in the works for for a while, we we mm -hmm. knew we were heading towards the real world component. There's a reason why, uh, despite the fact that you all have uh, you know really helped us with the data, that we haven't fully released um, all of the course materials and the certifications. It's because we wanted to make sure that. You know, INE has always stood for real world, um, real world practice, real world, uh, real world challenge. We wanted to make sure that those certifications, that those courses get augmented with a real world lab environment. And now that we have, uh, now that we've joined forces with uh, Pentester, we're going to be able to provide that to all of you. So I think that's what what has gotten me so pumped uh, throughout the last few weeks. Is I know that like looking through our entire catalog, when we're looking at what the next updates mean despite whatever vertical it is it means much easier to use hands-on labs that are going to really reinforce everything that we're teaching um and it really does go on the INE side well beyond cybersecurity. and i think mm -hmm. you know just as importantly as we think about the future of attack defense and I'm, you know i'm putting words in neil and vivek's mouth i think it also means how can we think about other ways to add those additional challenge labs into attack defense so it's not just about attack defense anymore but it really it does become you know, a lab challenge ground so that we you can continue uh continue that practice. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday describing how, what I think about the difference between what INE is and what attack defense is. And I think for me, you know, if there's any golfers out there, it kind of works like this. I know Neil loves golf, so this is who's gonna <laughs> love this. Thing. 
when you go and you have like a pro teach you how to golf um and you know it's not like you're doing that in a classroom without a golf club in your hand you're at a driving range you're at a golf course uh you swing the golf club and they help you they're teaching you they're they're walking you through it what i view attack defense as in the future of it for all the verticals attack defense is when you go to the driving range and you're just hitting balls it's when you go to the putting green and you're hitting balls it's designed to make sure that you take what you've learned from the expert instructors and you can over and over and over and over again challenge yourself in different scenarios to make sure that you actually understand the concept in totality versus understand the concept in this narrow you know and we try not to be narrow obviously but I, as a i i teach a, i teach at a, at a university um and you, there's only so many examples you're able to get out in any type of training setting so the only way to really be able to build that muscle is by practicing over and over and over again I think it's funny that Scott brings up a driving range experience. So I just have to tell uh, tell the chat this for a second, right? Is is we took a we took a Scott and Richard and Josh to a driving range, and uh, uh, there was almost a very very tragic accident that happened. So so I think it's Scott Scott, I'm, I want to give you a huge amount of applause that you were able to come up with one good golf analogy despite your performance <laughs> at the driving range the last time that we. I went. was not responsible <laughs> for the accident at the at the driving range. To be fair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Vivek, let's let's put you back in the hot seat again because um, one of the things that you had to contend with over uh, at Pentester Academy was you developed your own certifications. Um, we know that the certification space um, inside of cybersecurity, specifically, is very contentious. It's it's a very hard space to be in. There's a lot of longstanding um, players in that space. It's very competitive. Um, INE recently with our beta certifications, we've started to dip our toe into that space with um, you know, our cloud certifications. And obviously when we bought ELS, we've got certifications that came with that. What to you has been the hardest part about trying to build certifications coming out of Pentester Academy? Yeah, yeah. Sunil, I mean that's a that's a very good question. And you know, my answer might be controversial, which is like, you know, not everybody's going to agree we love with it, it. But we love it. <laughs> so so, so my two cents is, you know, if you, if you kind of go back 10 years, 15 years, uh, you could have certifications, which basically were like, you know, pen tester, uh, expert, pen testing expert and whatnot. Right. But if you look at today, uh, there's no way you can call somebody a pen testing expert without specifying the technologies. Right. Uh, there is just too much out there to just call somebody, you know, a pen testing expert. So I think our two cents, you know, when I was starting to look at at least designing some of the newer certifications was that what companies and enterprises are looking for is being able to validate skills in specific domains, right? So people would basically want to know that, you know, container security, right? Or, you know, AWS security. And that is really where what we started doing was focusing on micro certifications by picking up topics like uh, you know, AWS cloud security or container security, Wi-Fi security. And we kind of felt that a lot of enterprises, when they started looking at those certifications, uh, appreciated it more because now those skills were very tangibly mapping to job roles and things that people were actually, you know, doing in the real world. Uh, so I think in my, in my humble opinion, the way the certification map is going to evolve is at one time, of course, we had these broad sweeping certifications mm -hmm. like, you know, ABC pen testing expert and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I think in the future, you would need a lot more micro certs, which are extremely hands on and are able to narrow down and validate specific set of skills and technologies rather than making broad claims. And, and this is this is what I love about, you know, having you on the team, right? Because I think that that very much um, 
you know, speaks to kind of our focus too in terms of looking at um, looking at a, a learner's career and helping them progress through milestones of their career, not just solving point problems, not just worried about how do I just become a pen tester or how do I just become a cloud support engineer, right? We know that that's not where you're going to stay through your entire career. And so how do we build a roadmap that gets you from that beginning to the end with the appropriate set of milestones uh, along the way? How do you feel about that? Uh, absolutely, because I think, you know, once again, comparing, you know, since the time when we started learning versus now, uh, at this point, when a beginner is about to start a topic, he absolutely has no clue where to begin. And what is the, you know, kind of learning path that should he should take? What are the different skills he needs to kind of pick up so that he could go about, uh, you know, kind of achieving probably a certification which can get him a job. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think Neil absolutely on board, which is having proper learning paths guide people you know right from the beginning to understand how they can get things accomplished uh, that's actually going to be a huge game changer and and just uh, i see some questions coming up from chat looks like there's some questions centered around certifications let me talk really briefly um for, for chat about the future of certifications and kind of where ine's vision and, and and model is when it comes to this concept of certifications right um, obviously, we mentioned during our Redefine event, um, you know, that we're going to be focusing very, very heavily on career paths. And I'm excited to say that that we are still on track to um, to meet our Q4 promise to you all, um, you know, regarding career paths. Um, we did step our toe into the certification arena with this idea of, of doing the, um, um, the, the cloud certifications that a lot of you have participated in from a beta perspective. I think we view certifications um, you know, kind of as those milestones of your career path. And we do want you to be certified as an expert um, in those specific areas that help you to achieve the job role that you need to, to be successful in your career. And so as Vivek mentioned, and, and as we talk through like what that looks like in the transformation, what I would say is that right now, um, you know, all of you who are legacy ELS, you know, certificate holders, you all still continue to hold your legacy ELS certs. All of you who are legacy Pentester Academy, you know, certificate holders, continue to hold your, uh, your Pentester Academy. We are going to be moving towards a model where we're going to be bringing, you know, all the ELS content in, all the Pentester Academy content in, and really, you know, you know, you know, accelerating you know, that that advancement of your career by then producing the best of the cognitive content that we got from ELS, the best of the demonstrative hands-on content that we got from Pentester Academy, and really putting forth for you um, a certification program that when your employer sees that you have an, uh, a certification from INE, that you truly are an expert. Now, you could be an expert as a cloud support engineer because that's where you are in your career path, or you can be an expert at a cloud architect because that's where you are in your career path. And that's our vision is to be able to pull that stuff together to be able to give that to you. And so what I would say for those folks who are worried about their certifications, um, you know, don't worry about the legacy ELS certifications. Don't worry about the Pentester Academy certifications. Let's continue to focus on moving forward together and continuing to look towards what we're going to build by bringing this technology, by bringing this um the, you know this innovation together and producing the next level of certifications that then take all of you to that next level as well um, i'm excited to say that um you know i'm super proud of of my team uh jack reedy josh mason are are and, and alexi ahmed are, are crushing it when it comes to doing the the pts um you know update that's coming on 
There will be a PTS update. There will be an EJP, uh, EJPT update. Um, as you can tell, we've all been super excited for this acquisition to close so that we could bring you this innovation and this advancement with all of that content coming together. And so that's for those folks who are interested in the certifications, that's what I would generally say um, is kind of the best way to frame the future of certifications at INE. Um, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about boot camps a little bit, Vivek, um, because one of the things that you recently started doing this year is you started to introduce a lot of um, a lot of additional boot camps. Um, on the Pentester Academy platform. Can you kind of talk about um, kind of what your thought process is on that instructor-led, instructor-driven type of, of content? Right, right. So, Neil, that's a great question. So, uh, I think, you know, with, with COVID-19 happening, and you know, nobody could go to real-world trainings anymore, right? And what I saw at that point was that many organizations were pretty much just taking those 16-hour trainings and putting them online as webinars where people had to attend 16 hours sitting in front of a computer. <laughs> and, and we all know that doesn't work, right? I mean, you go to Black Hat and other places for a live training, not just to talk to the instructor, but you know, enjoy those conversations with your peers. Uh, so it's impossible for people to sit in front of a computer 16 hours straight and learn. Uh, and that's really where what we felt was that, hey, rather than go ahead and force feed people so much of information in a webinar, why not break up the 16 hour experience uh, or the eight hour experience into two to three hours a week spread over four to six weeks? Uh, and I think this was, you know, very different from what we were seeing, you know, many other folks do. And we said, hey, even during these four to six weeks, we will have Discord channels where people can ask questions. We'll give you lab exercises so that you get a lot of time to slowly go through what was taught in those two to three hours, practice live in our labs, ask questions to the instructors, and then come all charged up, you know, to hour three or hour four. And, and, and Neil, you know, you can probably correlate how it feels like when you're in an eight to 16 hour class and after four hours, you suddenly lose touch with what's happening, right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I, I lose I lose touch with what's happening uh, on a on a day to day basis anyway, just because of the, the the pace of the world. But yes, I get what you're saying, and, and I think that I think we share the same vision there as well, right? Because I and E recently this year as well, we started to do more of the boot camps. Um, we right. moved away, you know, when I and E was first founded. For those who were interested in the history of I and E, right? Um, you know, a lot of the networking stuff was in in real life uh, training, you know, in a boot camp type fashion. But I think to Vivek's point. What we realized as well, especially in a COVID world, especially when you start to look at the global dispersion of people that you have out there, when you take a, a course that may be 40, 60, 80 hours or something like that, and you start to pick the parts where you know that students struggle, right? If students struggle with encryption, if students struggle with IAM on cloud, if students struggle with you know securing S3 buckets, right? Or you know IP addressing in the networking space, right? If you take that and you break that into a three-day class, and you're able to offer that three-day class that says, here's your chance to get one-on-one -on -one with an instructor who wrote the class, who understands the class, and be able to get some in-depth conversations around that, I think that that is incredibly valuable to the learner. And I think that, that that is also what has contributed both to your success and to INEs when it has come down to breaking down those barriers in, in making experts experts. Absolutely, Neil. I totally agree with you on that. And and I think, you know, boot camps are here to remain because in a post-COVID world, uh, I think people still need to learn things that would still crave talking to instructors and doing all of that doubt clearing. So uh, absolutely agree with you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, so, so with that being said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip this one on you, Scott, because you're not getting away from this one without, without answering a question either. <laughs> 
we're going to go right over to you for pricing. Blunt, direct question. What does this acquisition mean for pricing for boot camps for anybody who's a PTA subscriber or an INE subscriber? Yeah, great question. So there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of products that Pentester Academy offers um, that go beyond attack defense. I'm really excited to say that we will be continuing to offer all of those products. So you know, for those red team labs, if any of you have taken them, those are awesome. Um, those are going to continue to exist. Um, be some slight pricing tweaks that we'll be making and announcing, uh, but we are excited that we're going to get those get those going uh, and get those back up. The boot camps associated with those red team labs are also going to be coming back soon. So. Uh, look for those hopefully uh i i actually think i can say this hopefully in november and we'll get some pricing <laughs> out there um for ine customers uh vivix boot camps uh the pentester academy boot camps these are extensive they are you know as you just said there are weeks and weeks and weeks and when we look in the marketplace um we know we know for a fact that boot camps like this um you know we see we see similar quality if not a little bit lesser quality being offered by universities in the u.s like george oh, washington or uh, Harvard that costs ten to fifteen thousand dollars. I'm not saying that to say we're going to raise the prices at all on these, but just to acknowledge the fact that there's a lot of work that goes into the prep for these boot camps. Uh, the we will make sure that there is a, there is pricing um, that's available for both uh, attack defense and INE subscribers. Uh, but if you are taking one of these more extensive uh, Pen Tester Academy boot camps, there will be a charge associated with that, just like there is today. And we'll make sure that we get pricing out to all of you as soon as we announce the next boot camp. Um, I'm also excited to say that if you are one of our um, nearly 100,000 Starter Pass customers, Neil, I can't believe I'm saying that at this point, <laughs> I know, but 100,000, we're really close on that one. We'll also have special pricing for all of you. Um, if you see a boot camp popping up on the uh, on the Pentester Academy side that you want to join on, so we're we're going to get those back up in November. We have pricing in front of you, so make sure if you're not following us on on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, we're going to announce all of that there. Um, you'll get emails from both from both uh, Pentester or INE if you're subscribed to one of our one of our two lists. But be prepared because we're going to be going back into these really strongly in the next couple of weeks, and we're very excited to get there. Um, and I know we're getting close to wrapping up, but one last thing, because I'd be I'd be remiss without announcing it. Uh, for those of you who have not subscribed to INE yet, we have one of our coolest deals going on that we do every year. It's Bugo. Um, oh my god, team loves Bugo. Um, so Bugo is back, and we are offering premium subscriptions uh, two years for uh, for nine ninety nine, which is a uh, which is a tremendous deal. You can lock it in, and with all of the amazing uh, new labs that we're going to be adding, whether you're a cybersecurity person or you're cloud or networking. And honestly, you really can't do cloud without really thinking about security or networking. So you're really all three if you're in the cloud space. Uh, it's a great time to sign up, uh, take advantage of the uh, of the Bugo. Um, and then stay tuned because like I said, we will be having some really cool um, introductory offers if you are an INE customer or a pen tester uh, customer to be able to come and uh, experience both platforms. So I, I do sign I do up, have to stay say. tuned. I do have to say your graphics team outdid themselves with this one this year. I've seen a lot of other Bugos in the past that ID has done. Your graphics team has really outdone themselves this year. I, I, if you haven't seen the videos yet that have been posted, um, you know, on my team, Crystal, Jason, Ashton, Emma, Rayanne, uh, Britt, I want to make sure I give as many shout outs as possible. They've had so much fun putting together some of the graphics and the videos. So check them out um you know and then and sign up and also for current customers we've heard you give us a couple days but we also have some really cool uh current customer promotions that are going to be in the works and we hope to get out uh really soon 
Awesome. Uh, as Scott alluded to, we are going to go ahead and wrap this up. I'm going to send this around to the, the, the panel for one last round of comments. Uh, Vivek, over to you. Any last closing thoughts? What do you want the audience to walk away with and remember when they go about their day or their weekend? Yeah. So I think, you know, both Pentester Academy and INE customers, subscribers, you know, free users, I would actually say that, you know, there's, there's something great about to come, you know, all of us are working super hard uh, to make sure that we can now come up with even better and more next generation labs for you very, very soon. So stay tuned. We are super excited. You know, we are firing on all cylinders and working absolutely hard to make sure this is going to happen very, very soon. Scott, I know that if we were to do like one of the traditional, uh, you know, debate polls, we'd see that you had the most airtime of anybody here. But <laughs> with that being said, you got any closing thoughts that you want everybody to walk away with as well? You know, our mantra has always been hands on and we plan on doubling and tripling down. So I hope all of you are excited to see what we are able to release next. Awesome. Um, 100,000 people sitting in Starter Pass. I can't even believe we are saying that number. That is amazing. For those people who are sitting in Starter Pass, I want to, as Chief Content Officer, personally thank you for trusting INE with your education and with your career development. Um, I couldn't be more prouder of the the, the instructor cadre that we have. Um, you know, you know, trying to help make you an expert from our experts that we have on staff. Um, I want to thank Vivek for uh, for 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 you know, obviously the the months and months and months that we've been in this endeavor. Um, I know it's been a long time coming. Um, I. I, to say that I am hyped for this and to say that I'm hyped for the future, um, you know, of training both across cybersecurity, cloud, DevOps, you know, networking, everything um, is, is the most under, understated thing that I could say on this entire live stream. Um, um, I, I, think, I think for me, thank you very much for being patient. Thank you very much for, uh, for building such an awesome platform. Thank you to your entire team for the support and the dedication that they have um, given to making Pentester Academy awesome. Welcome everybody who is Pentester Academy, you know, student, everybody from the Pentester Academy team. We welcome you onto the team. We are super looking forward to that. And with you, that I'm gonna send you guys off to the to the green screen. I'm gonna go ahead and close out with chat here really quick. Um, INE Live folks, thank you so very much for tuning in for a very, very special Friday morning, INE Live. As always, my name is Neil Bridges. Um, thank you for joining me. And listen, listen, we are committed we are committed as a team to making you an expert and providing you the best hands-on labs, hands-on content, cognitive content that we can to make sure that your career, your career is taken care of. I am so thankful that you trust us with that. I promise you, we're gonna do our best not to let you down. I look forward to seeing you on the platform. I look forward to seeing you in INE community. Y'all have a fantastic weekend, and we'll see you next time.